Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. We're overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Welcome to episode number 124 of the LSR Podcast. My name is Matt Brown, joined each and every week by the brightest minds in all of the gaming industry with me. I have Dustin Galker. I have Adam Candy. You can follow them on the Twitter machine, and you should. It's free at Dustin Galker, at Adam Candy, two E's, no Y. If you hate yourself, you can follow me at Matt Brown M2. Subscribe, rate, review, all the places that you get your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google. We really do appreciate all of that. Helps us climb these charts and more people can find this here podcast we're going to talk some stuff about florida we're going to talk some stuff about new york we're going to see what's going on with louisiana we know they're taking some bets now what's going on in illinois our typical little state wrap up as well and even a q3 call with FanDuel. but adam let us kick things off with florida Florida kicked things off even when we weren't expecting Florida to kick things off. Uh, very quietly, Hard Rock launched its mobile sports app uh, starting just this past week. A uh, couple of weeks passed when they were originally allowed to do so on October 15th. Uh, we knew that they had signed up some paramutual partners, which is part of the compact where you could have the partners who essentially get to keep 40% of the revenue while the bulk goes to the tribe. And that came out late last week. And then all of a sudden, here we are with the Hard Rock app launching amidst some legal questions that still remain. And we're looking to Friday this week as the next big day in court when it comes to the West Flagler Associates challenge in Washington, D.C. to the legality of the Florida sports betting compact. That being said, uh, there has been no injunction or anything to that end that would stop Hard Rock from being able to launch the product and begin to market itself even while. The court case continues, even while FanDuel and DraftKings are trying to work on an initiative that would go on the 2022 ballot that would open up the market to everyone. Obviously, Hard Rock is uh, feeling on good legal ground and they have one lawsuit that's already been dismissed and they're hoping for a similar result. So Florida, one of the crown jewels of the U.S. sports betting market has gone mobile, at least in part. And Dustin, uh, Dan Bach, a, a friend of yours and mine, is kind of put out a little, a quick little, some screenshots, a little video and stuff like that. He's he's located there in Florida with the app. And, you know, despite the fact that they are, you know, a monopoly really at this point right now, the only thing that's available, we didn't see what we saw in some of these other places with the wackadoodle lines and all the crazy stuff that was going on there. Everything was was in line. And, and, even, this, and even with them being the only game in town, there were still the whole things that you're seeing from all the other big guys out there there were the boosted bets and there were the different bonuses and all the stuff like that so um for me that was kind of really cool to see because again they didn't really have to do that you know when it all came down to it but to see that they're kind of keeping it in line here was, was pretty good to see 
Yeah, Hard Rock. We knew wanted to have uh, a, as a, a national brand too. This is not just a Florida play. They wa- they don't want to be having this bespoke like crappy odds, mm-hmm. whatever bad product here in Florida. This is for the rest of the country as well. So, um, so yeah, it's not surprising, I guess, that yeah, they're not running a monopoly on their own. This is not like some of the lottery monopolies, <laughs> cough cough, Oregon and Rhode <laughs> Island and other 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 garbage monopolies that are out there. They are at least trying to do the best. This is still not optimal. Um, in that terms of for the consumer only having one option, but it's better. It's a better option than some of the single options that are out there. So, um, yeah, the, this is also one of the best kept secrets. I, I heard zero chatter about this and I'd usually know, I usually hear, hear an inkling of something right. like this happening. And this kind of surprised almost everyone when it just dropped. Oh, we're, I thought we figured they were waiting for this lawsuit to play out, at least get that out of the way. But no, nope, we just see we just see them go live. And, you know, you know, why not? You, you don't there's the, you know, the, the worst case, the worst thing that happened. And, you know, depending on who you ask, it's got not a very good chance to a decent chance of, of a lawsuit stuff. Uh, slowing things up, but you, you, you have a product out there and people will actually, you, you think about it, people will probably get a little annoyed if it gets taken away. And that just, you know, makes people want to have it more in theory, even though this is a legal issue. It's not, a, this is not a uh, court of public affairs mm-hmm. issue, but uh, it'll be interesting to see. And yeah, you have legal sports betting surprisingly in Florida uh, before any of us thought necessarily would happen. And Adam, you, you, you know, you and I being, being betters ourselves and, and whatnot, just, uh, you know, again, seeing that the product was good, seeing that they're not taking advantage of the situation with the consumer, only having one option, different things like that. I mean, look, that's uh, it, one, it speaks volumes of, and, and we know some of the team behind the guys at, at hard rock who industry veterans been around the block a long time and, and certainly have tried to make consumer, you know, like really good consumer experiences with their different products that they've been behind and stuff. So just to see stuff like that is, is, is pretty cool. Yeah, you know, the team largely coming from uh, from stars and from Fox uh, to put this product together. And I think to what Dustin said, there's a key piece of the plan here that leads to what you're talking about, Matt, with this good product. Uh, They have some offices in the uh, South Florida area. You know where the other offices are? They're in Austin Mm -hmm. and Texas is the next big one to come down. We will be shocked if Texas does not legalize sometime in the next 12 to 18 months. And so if you're hard rock, you don't want to go making that brand look bad uh, in one state mm-hmm. and in a state that is about to come on in Texas, have anything negative out there about you when it's going to be a highly, highly competitive market. I mean, if you're in a place where you can have your connection be with Mark Cuban, with Jerry Jones, uh, one of these large operators, then obviously you're in a great position in Texas. I'm not saying Hard Rock has those deals, but you certainly don't want to jeopardize your chances of being able to do something like that. Yeah, no, absolutely. So good on them. And we'll certainly be monitoring this Florida situation as it continues to progress. Dustin, there was an article in the New York Post that was talking about some winners in all of this. Yeah, we got the news from the New York Post saying they they are reporting at least uh, that they are two winning bids uh, have been selected at a tax rate of 51 percent. This is sort of what we handicapped that mm-hmm. they would fall somewhere in the middle. We wouldn't see the the egregious 64 percent tax rate, but we'd see a decent amount of operators at around a 50 percent rate. So, uh, you know, whether that is indeed the case, we're going to find out how close they are. But we knew when the tax matrix or tax line or whatever we want to call it uh, was was released, we, we were one step closer. And now we're sounds like we're you know, there's no reason we shouldn't, I guess, at this point, hear from the, the operators. We are, you know. If we're reading tea leaves, we see that the we're thinking that the two big consortia, the or super bids, 
of that include DraftKings, MGM, FanDuel, Caesars, et cetera, et cetera, and several others. Those are the ones that are going to be in. Um, uh, the, the, the part that, that I, I took exception to in this reporting and I'll, I'll, uh, there's, uh, there's one quote that Adam, that we pulled out in the LSR post, uh, we won't see any free bets. A source says I will take the over on, <laughs> there will be free bets in New York. Uh, yes. Adam, I, I, I would agree. I would imagine you agree. There will be some form of free bets in New York. I yes. just think what they're trying to get across with that slightly hyperbolic statement is that this tax rate ain't no good and you won't be getting the $5,000 uh, match that some sports books have out there right now. Yeah. And that makes all the sense in the world, because again, it's uh, that money has to come from somewhere and it can't be just given away as much as you are in some of these other States that are much more friendly to what you're trying to do. Adam, we uh, talk about it all the time here. I talk about it more like on this podcast that the reason that LSR is so valuable is because you and your team will listen and read things that I don't want to. And you'll pull out all the good nuggets and then you put it in a nice little article form and then I can just ingest that very quickly and I don't have to listen to these long calls or read these extremely, extremely boring, long bills and different things and stuff like that. And so that what's, that is what makes LSR so incredibly valuable to the people in this industry. So you did, in fact, listen to uh, the FanDuel Q3 call and we uh, had some interesting stuff come out of that. So you're telling me it's not the LSR swimsuit edition that keeps you around? I'm waiting for that. I, I cannot wait for you to be Mr. November in your little turkey outfit. It is going to be amazing. No, we know we know that uh, Mr. Handsome Brad Allen will shame all of us. And so it's going to be <laughs> People 12 will just months be like, of, I just want a Brad calendar. I don't, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it's going to be 12 yeah. months of Brad Allen. Yeah. And, you know, I'll, I'll have like a little face insert on the back of the calendar just to be like, hi, hi, the, guys. They wanted to talk uh, yes. too. they want to hear his accent. They're like, can can we get a button that just like has him actually speak the month and the day and stuff like that? Yes. And, and, and just says cheers anytime you want. <laughs> um, so, uh, yes, it actually was Brad who listened in on the uh, flutter call for this information on FanDuel. And uh, first of all, I cannot read a quote from flutter CEO, Peter Jackson, without thinking of the movie director. Like it's just, it's to. in my head. It's the picture I get in my head, uh, when these quotes come out, but this was rather interesting. I thought the, uh, the way that Peter Jackson put it, um, because it's one of those things that you feel like the quiet part is being said out loud. Um, but he was talking about FanDuel's performance in some of the newer states and said, OK, and here's the quote in places like New Jersey and Pennsylvania. It sometimes feels like some of the other operators have given up because we've got such a commanding lead. <laughs> and in new states, we see that new operators try really hard to compete with us. So I'm particularly pleased with the way in which we performed in Arizona, where we've been growing more quickly than any other market. Uh, he also discussed uh, free bets and said uh, in talking about uh, those, there's only so much funding any of these businesses can access and provide free money to people before they eventually run out of it. Uh, the first part of that quote that I mentioned about some maybe not competing with them anymore. Uh, <laughs> our old friend uh, Chris Grove very helpfully pointed out on Twitter and said, I don't know if this quote is going to age particularly well, uh, <laughs> but I thought it was uh, I thought it was very interesting to hear an acknowledgement from someone at the top of FanDuel basically saying, yeah, we know we're kicking a lot of butt right now. We know we're number one nationally in market share. We know we hold number one in a lot of states. Uh, but as you and I know, Matt and Dustin, uh, we're in year three and a half right now. Mm -hmm. There is a long, 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 long way to go here. 
Yeah, I mean, Dustin, it's a little bit different scenario than you and I lived through with the other two generations of lives that we had before this in the, in the gaming industry. I mean, it's not the same as poker, not the same as DFS, but we know that there were early leaders in both of those that ended up not being the leaders as we continued on down the line here. Different, It, it is different here in the sports betting market, but uh, I, I think to to say that you're that you're already kind of the one that people are just bowing down to might be a little premature. Look, it's definitely an advantage. You'd rather yeah. be in Fandle's position than anybody else's position. But, you know, we've seen, you know, MGM go from, uh, you know, an also ran that was in the, mm-hmm. the lower tier of operators to quickly spending a lot of money and, you know, challenging for three, two, one. I mean, not one yet, but they're mm-hmm. you know, arguably two, number two, uh, you know, the DraftKings and MGM departing, depending on the market is number two in a lot of those. So you... Yeah, it's you know we when we've said like DraftKings and Vandal, great advantage. Um, they have the databases. Anytime a new state opens up, they have they have a clear cut advantage because they can just serve the people that have been playing DFS or and a brand that is already well known by sports fans. It's um, you know, but that that gap on the on the marketing side and the the brand recognition, like we you can't escape uh, you know Jamie Fox and uh, and Caesar these days, right? Like uh, for owning Ben MGM and Caesars. Um, it's uh, that, Pat that, Oswald. Yeah. I mean, right. you know, like, like what, what says, Carl. what says, Carl. what says go make a bet like Pat and all. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah exactly. So that, that, I mean that, so that gap is closing. Like the, the, mm. the brand recognition is definitely closing. So you can, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, again, great that they have a lead, but you can't just say that oh, game over. Everybody else is quitting and going home. You know, Caesars, you know, we saw their, we saw their uh, earnings report. They are spending infinity money on this problem as well <laughs> of sports betting. Right. So they're, they're willing to lose a lot of money to to win this battle in the long term. So, yeah, it's great that you're in the lead, but it's, you know, and maybe they say there, there's there's scenarios where they do. And certainly mm-hmm. I'd rather, again, rather be FanDuel than anybody else probably, but it's not their God-given right to to win forever. Adam, we, uh, we, we are getting, you know, just to kind of go off on a tangent here, but like, you know, he, he talks at, uh, Dustin just talks about spending, you know, tons and tons of money in all these different places. Like, so we're, we are now seeing, you know, we're we're really starting to get into it here a little bit where I don't watch a bunch of television outside of sports. So like I probably get a very, very skewed view of wh- how many ads are running and the ads that are coming and, you know, what they're doing to try to get people and, and, and stuff like that. That being said, I do watch a lot of sports and there are a lot of sports betting ads that are that are coming on right now. So it is uh, I wonder if this will continue outside of football season. That's like that's kind of my big my big question as we sit right now is what are we going to see after second week of February when the Super Bowl has passed or do these companies go, okay, let's just start stocking the war chest again for next football season or if we're going to continue to kind of see this blitz, you know, basically just live on forever. And there's another question, Matt, that comes along with that. And we're not quite at this point yet, I don't think, but we're getting there fairly soon, which is that at some point this is going to switch over from acquisition to retention. Mm -hmm. And at some point you're going to be spending to keep your own customers as opposed to going and grabbing the next giant piece of land. Now, as Florida potentially opens up more, as Texas still is to come, as we have multiple California sports betting initiatives and as New York is about to launch at some point in you know the next uh, few months here, we're probably not at that point yet. But I do think that's part of the cycle that is upcoming before too long. Now, what happens this year after the Super Bowl? 
I think you're probably looking at March Madness being looked at as another major mm-hmm. acquisition opportunity and then maybe on a lesser scale, the beginning of baseball season. And then you're probably dry for a while. You're yeah. probably reassessing and reloading and getting ready for the beginning of next football season, because as we know, there's absolutely nothing that competes for dollars the way that the NFL does. So you're right. All three of us are disproportionately seeing these ads right now because the bulk of the content that we consume is live sports. Uh, That being said, we're not alone. There are a lot of people consuming a lot of live Mm -hmm. sports right now, and they are being absolutely inundated uh, with these things. And it's not just the ads. Watch the World Series and see some of the in-game integrations that Joe Buck is talking about odds in the middle of the World Series. My God, what has the world come to? Right. So, you know, these things are obviously cyclical when it comes to the sports calendar. It won't be as heavy in uh, the non-football season, but Again, at some point here, when you're talking about trying to keep the customers you have, I I wonder how much of that is going to be more targeted spend that isn't necessarily big, broad TV, throw it out there and try to get everybody. Yeah, I I have this feeling that it's going to be that the next wave of ads is going to be about you're already betting with us, but here's something you might not be doing. So why don't you try this? a la the in-game product, right? Like, I think it's one of those deals where it's, it's, there's probably a, ma- a huge majority of people who only place pregame bets. They go on about their day. They don't worry about anything after that. They check the next morning, see if they won or lost their bet. I imagine the next wave probably comes into the, oh, hey, you're already betting. Did you know that you can keep betting as the games keep going? So that would be yeah. my guess. But again, like you said, like you said, that's probably, we're probably a few years. Yeah away from that as we sit. Dustin, my home state. Oh, yes, yes. Just before we jump ahead, to, to add to that point, Matt, that's same game parlay right now. Mm-hmm. Like that, that is absolutely where same game parlay is. It is obviously something FanDuel came out with first, but everyone is trying to push that product. If you have notifications on your phone right now and you have sports betting apps, even for ones that are not in your state, you are going to see that same game parlay is getting a huge, huge push right now. I would give anything to be getting those push notifications, Adam. I would give anything. Oh, I'm I know. so sorry, anything Just to be able to, to do that. Uh, Dustin, my home state of Louisiana, started taking some some bets um, this past week. My brother down in, in Baton Rouge uh, saw the local news that uh, former LSU quarterback Rohan Davey was down there at LaBerge Casino uh, placing the, the first uh, legal sports bet down in Baton Rouge at that casino. And everyone was going on with that. But again, it was all in person. Their big question to me is when can I sit on my couch in my underwear and place the bets? Yeah, usually you put Louisiana in here and there's nothing to talk about and you just want to find out what's going on. But yes, we have we have retail sports betting in Louisiana now. So all eyes turn to when we get we get the online betting and the, you know, the, the the director of the Game Control Board in recent reporting for from LSR says they are they are aiming by January 1st. So that would mean time for the playoffs, time for the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, it would include a lot of the major players in, uh, seemingly there. We also there was some some uh, value about uh, genius sports put out a put out a press release that implied uh, that online betting would launch in the coming weeks, which is a very vague term. Coming weeks can be two weeks. It could be, I don't know, 20 <laughs> weeks. It could be, so right. it could still fall in this timeline of by the new year. Um, so we, it's definitely weeks, plural, not weeks singular. Um, and, but we, so we're, 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 we're not, we're kind of guessing, you know, hopefully Louisiana, you know, everybody is getting licensed. Everybody is, uh, you know, trying to get already trying to acquire customers via pre-launch offers. 
Um, but you, it sounds like you're going to have sports betting uh, online in your, on your couch, in your underwear by the Super Bowl, by the latest. And uh, and Adam, you although you've never lived there, you are well aware of kind of the geography of the sports fan and stuff like that. And so when they say by the by January 1st, if that were to, you know, let's just say launch in that last week of December, what that also does is get you all of the big college bowl games as well. And we know college football down in Louisiana, down in the South is super, super, super popular, much more than even out here and, you know, on the West Coast and whatnot. So that is another big thing for them. Not only the Super Bowl, of course, which is the the ultimate thing that you want to be launched by. But I think there is, at least in the back of their minds, knowing that launching during during bowl season, during when you're getting those marquee bowl games, they understand that, that those, those people down south, especially in Louisiana, that's going to be a big market for them. And of course, the national semifinals will be played December 31st. So you mm-hmm. know that you want to try to be in by then. And originally, Louisiana would have been. It's obviously uh, all delays because of Hurricane Ida that have pushed things back as far as they have. But uh, they are actively trying to process those applications for mobile and get things going in the parishes that uh, approved sports betting. Obviously, there are a lot of geofencing issues when it comes to that and making sure that only those places have it available. Uh, but I mean, Matt, I feel like you'll if you're in Louisiana, you should be, be able to bet on Trevor Simeon and the Saints in the playoffs before long. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, they tried to go get Odell Beckham too, and now Odell just doesn't want to play for anyone. So that's that's uh, quite interesting. And sadly, Adam, and sadly, uh, Matt, your yeah. your LSU is not going to be in one of those marquee bowl games. I don't. Let's uh, not. Let's not. Let's not go. There. Don't give you me a one. Star, don't give us really? a one star. Don't give us a one star review because I'm really just uh, just Matt's stomp going, on my Matt's neck. Matt's going to go give us a one a one star review. Yeah, that just comment. stomp on my neck just while while we're down. That's fine. That's fine, Dustin. That's cool. Um, Adam, so Illinois is one of the states where we talked about. Oh man, what are you doing? And then of course. The, the pandemic kind of forced them into a different path where we were like, oh, okay, well, at least they recognized that that was the case. And then, then we had to give them the shrug emoji because they're like, what the hell are you doing yet again? What is going on now in Illinois? And are we zigging and zagging and all that yet again? The answer to what is going on in Illinois, as usual, is nothing good. Uh, they <laughs> attempted to get a fix for the in-person registration requirement that has hampered this market outside of the COVID pandemic when uh, Governor Pritzker lifted that requirement for a certain amount of time, then put it back in place almost inexplicably, like that genie does not go back in the bottle. But anyway, such as it is, legislators did pass a fix. Yay! The fix is that the requirement will expire in March of 2022. Boo! Now here's, here's part of the problem. If you go back to the original law that was passed, realistically, by January of 2022, the requirement should go because that's when the mobile only licenses uh, are supposed to be available. And obviously, anyone could have gone in and and paid the huge money uh, already to be able to do that. But realistically, it was supposed to be what's the what's the number? 540 days, I believe, after the beginning of the law where you could have seen this lifted. And now what did they do? They went back and they're like, well, just in case nothing else happens between here and there here. Here's a, you know, two months after January, you can have it just in time to not be able to register people for the Super Bowl. Right. Womp, yeah, let's womp. be sure and miss the yeah, let's be sure and miss the Super Bowl because that's smart. Yeah. But but they, oh, they've boy. also yeah, like, I mean, amazingly like. Illinois, despite all of this nonsense policy, is still the third biggest market most months, right? And for sports betting, they because they had right. it turned on for a little while, so it it's just you know it befuddles the brain that we're like we're still going through this, uh, you know that we're 
And but we'll be back to Nevada, only place with uh, in-person registration if you have statewide online betting yet again. You guys can can be alone in your misery. So Dustin just uh, he's just gonna he's gonna kick me in the groin multiple times this uh, this 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 podcast, huh? Is that just is that what's going on there, yeah. Adam? Like yeah, I guess that. And did you see Joe Burrow last week? <laughs> yeah, My yeah, God, yeah, how did yeah, the yeah. Bengals lose how to the Jets? Yeah, exactly. Hope you didn't have them in Survivor, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah, awesome. Um, all right, Adam, take us home with a little bit of uh, Ohio. Oh, I think I'm supposed to do Ohio. I'll, I'll do Ohio. Oh, okay. You do. You know what? You do Ohio. Okay. You do Ohio. Talk oh, about Ohio. Ohio. What's am I supposed to do? Ohio? Oh, no, it's Adam. So that's fine. Oh, I, I'm, ex- no, I'm so you know, excited. I'm so anyone, excited. Listen, anyone that passionate about the Buckeye State should do I agree. it. Uh, I agree. I agree. Very, I'm very excited. Uh, actually not. So Ohio is going from uh, reading tea leaves on Ohio. is depends on how the wind is blowing in, in the next day. Uh, it is difficult. Uh, we went from it. Eh, middle of this year to, Oh, this is guaranteed. We're just going to happen. We just need, it just needs to actually pass. And now we're back to a key Senator there telling us uh, with a a story over at LSR saying, Oh, but we're still having some discussions about how mobile betting will work and who's getting licensing and how exactly it's going to work. And it doesn't sound real good. If you listen to it, it's like, cause we went from, Oh, smooth sailing. This is going to happen. So now we have apparently disagreement on how mobile betting is going to function and just the, you know, the, the tone of the discussion in Ohio has definitely changed from, yeah, lock, ten star lock of the century for this to happen to yeah. to not so much anymore. That we need to work out some things, and you know, I don't know. We've got we're back to maybe a coin flip on Ohio at this point. If we're going to handicap it, of whether they're going to pass something, at least they have till the end of the year to get through all this. So you know, a couple more months to to negotiate this. But we're you know what we thought was going to be like kind of a fast roll uh, when the fall hit when they when they came back in the session is now slowed considerably and we're just waiting for information to trickle out and hopefully at some point an agreement in the back room is is hammered out and we get on ohio sports betting to be legalized now and with which would mean a rollout sometime in 2022 well adam at least there's not like 50 d1 colleges there and like 70 million pro teams where there's already built-in sports betters and a fan base and all these customers that are just waiting to give you their money at least that's not the case with ohio well, you're absolutely right. And I mean, keep in mind, they're not waiting anyway because they are bordered entirely right. by legal betting states. They are entirely bordered by states where you can go and place your wagers. In fact, I know there's uh, a very popular podcast host who talks all the time about the travels that he makes over to Indiana to place wagers because he's someone who is trying to do it through the legal market and isn't being Mm -hmm. given the option in his home state in Ohio. So it's kind of, um, I don't know, insane, but here we are. This is the situation. We have been talking about this state for the better part of two and a half years in terms of trying to get something done. The first fight that we had in Ohio was over who was going to regulate sports betting. Was it going, you know, was it going to be the lottery? Was it going to be the casino commission? Like who was going to get to regulate it? Then we had everybody swept out of the legislature who knew anything about uh, sports betting and it was kind of left behind like, hey, anyone want to pick up this bill over here and do something with it? And ever since that time, it's been like every time we think we're close, we're not close. Yeah, it's going to be it's like you said, one, they're already doing it too. again. It, it, there are so many, I mean, just so many sp- sports fans that are already just built in into that state. It's just it's insanity. I mean, like the amount of if you don't follow college football, if you don't like the amount of D1 programs that they have in that state is it's 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 crazy. And like it's just I don't know what we got to get something done, guys. I know you're listening to the podcast. We get the fan mail. We know you're listening every single week. You're asking Dustin for advice. You're asking Adam for advice. I know how this all goes down. Just get it done. All right. Just get it 
done. I'm not dealing with this anymore from these states anymore. Nonsense. And talking to you too, Nevada. Dustin sitting there just stomping on my neck today. Stomping on my neck in this podcast today. Hey, Adam, pop quiz for you. Do you know why the Akron, uh, do you know why Akron is the Zips? Uh, that's what they score most weeks. <laughs> oh, hey, oh, I had to look this up last night and it is because it is short for zippers. And back in the day, there were some rubber shoes made by the BF Goodrich company that is located in Akron that were called zippers. And so they actually just named it after the uh, the product and then they shortened it to zips somewhere along the way. The more, you know. OK, so if you're watching the video version of the podcast, you can see right now that I am holding up. Uh, a bobblehead that I got from the old Michelin tournament oh. uh, when they had the golf tournament here. Uh, do you know what this gentleman's name is? Do you know what he has an actual name? Th- this guy, the mascot, the guy who looks like mini Stave Puff Marshmallow Man, yeah. his actual name is Bibendum. Do you know why? Because it is in Latin to drink water and the tires are supposed to soak up water and make it safe for you to be able to drive. How about that? Look at rubber meets the road. Oh man, we just we just we just learned some people some stuff today. I yeah. mean, Boom. you just got learned out there, people. Mm-hmm. People people tuning in and just yeah, got extra knowledge. Good yeah, that is just that is what we I do, and that's knowledge. what we bring to the table here right now. Dustin, do you have a fun fact that you'd like to throw in? <laughs> <laughs> I have zero fun facts other than my dog has been sitting here bugging me entire podcast uh, all right let, so we'll wrap, we'll, we'll, we'll wrap, wrap it up that. guys uh if you haven't followed dustin and adam on the twitter machine you should because it's free it's adam candy two e's no i at dustin galker if you hate yourself you can follow me at matt brown m2 all of the stuff we talk about here on the podcast is over on legal so be sure and take in all of the great words that adam and his team are putting together over there we really do Appreciate any of the subscriptions, the ratings, the reviews, all the stuff like that. It's been really great doing this podcast, really having a ton of fun. And and I know that some people find some real value out of it. So do appreciate you guys helping us uh, people find this thing. Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google. For Adam, for Dustin, I'm Matt. Talk to you guys next week. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. Sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba-go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.